Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. This is the second in our series called Donahue's Five Lessons. Um, Pete, you're laughing, but I mean, that name, it's just the name. Um, I'm glad you're here with me. Peter Donahue, uh, the founder of Donahue's Five Lessons, is is here today. Um, our first episode was on, um, well, yes, was the first lesson, which is like, you are the athlete. And the second one is on the topic, um, or the second lesson is, what do you make of this? Pete, thanks for you know being back here. It's always a pleasure to find time in the day. It absolutely is. I, I appreciate your inviting me, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to getting into it. I've been hearing a lot of people have been commenting on there's not enough podcasts, so we got to give the people what they want. So that's <laughs> okay, why we're here. Good, um, good. So the second lesson what do you make of this? Uh, the floor is yours. Well, what, like a lot of these things, I think they're, they're simple statements that have meanings on different levels for me. But golf is a, is a game of, like, here's a situation. And, in, you know, in any situation, the first question is, well, what do you make of it? You know, what do you reckon it is out there? A flying saucer? A, you know, an elephant? A, is there danger? Is there opportunity? And I think that, um, you know, we see that all the time. We see it in as we play golf and we see it in our business. Uh, you know, when things come up like COVID um, or it, when Canal Shores said, hey, you can't uh, you can't have these two holes in front of the clubhouse all day anymore. You know, you've got to come up with something different. Well, what what do you see in that? Is that a terrible disappointment? Is that crush your your desires, or do you do you control your perspective enough that you can see a way around that and see your way into opportunities? And so, in golf, or or uh, or in in anything in golf, whether it's looking at the next golf shot or looking at your um, your your learning challenge, the next challenge that's in front of you. What do you make of it? Is it daunting? Does it discourage you, or does it energize you? And so, um, so that's the first aspect of uh, what do you make out of it? Is is controlling your perspective and um, and defining the challenge for yourself. And the second aspect of it is um, is well, what do you create out of it? What do you get out of it? And I would say that that's measurable, um, you know, in the three sides of the triangle of, of Tim Galway's um, optimal performance. What do you make out of it in terms of uh, performance, in terms of learning, and in terms of enjoyment? Hmm. So for the the first part of, like, what do you make of this? You have a situation, do you see in... Is it an elephant? Is it a flying saucer? Do you, like, when you see players, maybe this could be yourself or other players, what, I guess, what kind of categories or what different ways do you see people generally approach approach the situations like this? 
Well, I would say that um, I would say that you know the the first thing that strikes me is right offhand if you're in a situation where um, where let's say the green is uh, uh, bounded on the right hand side by a lake uh, and there's a bunker on the left hand side and um, and and what do you say to yourself you know about that um, do you say I don't want to hit it in the lake. Uh, or, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm, uh, that would be death if I hit it in the lake or, you know, how do you, you know, really size up the situation? Hey, if I hit it in the lake, I'll be up near the green and it's only a one stroke penalty and I've got a great chipper and so I can knock it up in it. So the water doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, as far as, as, as like, uh, something that may preoccupy my thoughts while I'm, trying to execute this golf shot and it, because as we know in that case if that's the way you're looking at things there's a there's a real magnetic pull to uh, things that occupy your mind like be sure you don't do that N- yeah. generally the only image the mind has is is actually of the object itself that you're afraid of and therefore it kind of draws you draws you to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you were to say, on the other hand, if you were to break this thing down, like uh, your friend, I always forget his name, Fawcett, mm-hmm. you yep. know, somebody who's who's looking at situational golf and always looking at it as framing, you're looking for your specific target, that which you desire. It may be arrived at after you go through thinking like, gee, hitting it in the water would be this kind of a consequence, which is not optimal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, to, I'm going to choose a different target, not, I'm gonna, not defining your target by what you don't want, but by what you do want. Yeah. I, for me, those two, you know, those two, I guess, like opposites of, are you, is your target something you don't want or is it something you do want? They almost operate as different two levels for me that shift. I would say like the more I play a course, or I guess like dependent on the course I play, um, it's like the first or second time out of the course. I mean, like Sand Valley is an example, but also something like even Sunset Valley, where it's like the first time you're there, you ha- there's a special kind of feeling, and you're exploring something for the first time, and it's like, oh, here's hole one. I'm going to hit it over there. That looks like a cool shot, and something about that just captures my mind, and I'm able to hit the shot a lot better um uh, sand valley like the actual sand valley course has tons of just center bunkers and it's fun to and there's one hole with a tree to hit over it if if there's ever a tree and like jansen will attest this at any time if any time i can hit a ball over a tree with my tee shot i do it every time and it's my best shot of the day like without fail um i'm not saying this is a strength of mine well maybe in certain situations it is but but when it's like just a wide open fairway and there's kind of nothing there there's nothing that interesting I have a hard time or a harder time to hit the shots quite as good as if I'm really thinking, oh, I'm just going to hit it over the tree. And I, there's, for some reason, I'm able to trust that. Um, but the more and more I play a course, the less, you know, the more used to it you get, right? You're not as, or at least for me, I'm not as um, excited to hit the shots as, you know, in the, as when I first started it. It's less of an adventure. And so then my mind gets drawn more and more towards like, oh, I've hit it out of bounds on this hole three times and I can remember that I, that's really hard for me to get get over that 
and I, I haven't really found a way to do that yet. Well, that's that's what's uh, you know, and and again, uh, you, you know, like a lot of these these ish these topics that uh, we picked out or I picked out for these five you know, really overlap each other in so mm-hmm. many ways. One of the things that this means to me, what do you make out of this, uh, r- relates to the the fact that we are creating ourselves all the time. We're training our nervous system to react to situations, and we're uh, and part of how we do that is to bring a mindfulness to the situation, which. When your when your mind is going through what you're just describing mm-hmm. and and actually creating for itself its own obstacles, yeah, that the that the opportunity to then overcome those obstacles becomes a good game. So the game is overcoming my mind. Well, in yeah. that case, in that once, case, yeah, 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 once you become aware of it, and very often, you know, the you know the what you're making of yourself, uh, you know before you get to that point is, hey, there's there's something that's happening to me on the golf course and I, I get distracted or I'm unable to step up to this level of excitement that I experienced at one point and that I recognize as optimal. I wonder what's keeping me from that. Mm-hmm. And then you start to uncover what some people call these transparent beliefs, these 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 beliefs that you're looking through and you're not even aware of them as you're looking at a situation but it's affecting the way you see things just like a uh, you know a blue colored lens would affect the way you see things and when you when you finally discover that oh my gosh look at what my mind is doing it's arraying all of these situations from the past and it's you know it's projecting them and and it's changing my body chemistry. It's changing everything, yeah. you know. And so as you begin to, uh, if you see these things coming at you like so many missiles in a Star Wars games, mm-hmm. you know, it becomes, uh, you know, your journey around the golf course becomes this, you know, uh, space Star Wars ninja dance, you know, of warding off this meteor showers that are, in some cases, your own mind is creating and throwing at you. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It sounds terrifying, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not terrifying, but if I my if golf, oh, I guess I, I I see what you're saying. I need to think about how to put it into practice better yeah well i mean you know i think that that's uh in in some things we just say well that's not i don't have you know i'm not going to take that on like uh i can't take that on right now or i've got too many things on my plate but when stuff comes up mm-hmm. you know you have an opportunity to at least stand back and take a breath yeah and if you can uh if you can develop a reflex for, uh, let's say, exaggerating your fears and therefore, you know, causing yourself to laugh and lighten up about these little things that haunt you, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty easy practice to start to practice. Yeah. You know, like, hey, when I feel these things, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what I can do to face them and, and laugh or lighten up about them so that they, they start to lose their power over me. And it's weird that, like, after the fact, I'm really good at letting whatever the outcome go. Like, I think that's my best 
skill in golf is that I never, you know, I, n- I don't really compound mistakes or I don't let one bad shot impact another bad shot. Um, but yeah, for some reason, like before the shot in certain situations, it's just like a disaster. I just make a horrible <laughs> swing. Like it's all mental. And then I guess maybe this would be the, the spiraling is like if I hit one drive left in the woods, now on the next tee, there's woods left. And I'm just thinking about swing mechanics and, you know, that never really works that well either. Well, I think you're, what you're describing, Andy, is uh, this what I think why and how we go into teaching and coaching is because, you know, we're aware um, that, that these things that we do mm-hmm. to some extent are wired into other, all of us human beings. Yeah. And so the fact that we, we're hi- aware and sometimes hyper-aware of them um, may be the reason that we're not the, the greatest tor- tournament players in the world, but it gives us a certain empathy and a, and, a, and a curiosity about how to deal with yourself, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, which to me is a, you know, is a very rich experience. I mean, you, you know, you, the better you, you know, you uh, are mindful of things that are causing your behavior, um, the better you're able to operate yourself as time goes on. And so, um, so your great strength, and, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm certain that it is, because I, I, this is how you know yourself, that you do not carry things on to the next step. So you, you, you've, you've developed a practice of compartmentalizing um, as some people call it, many people call it. And so you're able to just step out of that moment and into the next moment completely fresh. And I mean, that's an enormous asset. That's an enormous personal asset for anybody in their life, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say compartmentalize. That makes it seem like I'm putting something in a drawer and leaving it there and forgetting about it i think more the word like embrace or accept is a little bit better maybe they're similar um but i i'm it's like i somehow understand that if there were no bad shots or there was no struggle like golf and really life you know as a metaphor of that or um would would be boring like there wouldn't be anything to it there'd be no point in playing without the bet maybe i just need to get better at embracing that before I actually hit the shot instead of after. It's interesting. I don't know. I haven't thought about that before. Yes, yeah, we're well, learning. You just like the challenge. <laughs> if, if, like you say, you know, like, gosh, if I knew how to anticipate all the challenges, where would the challenge be? Uh, so, but, you know, somehow uh, what happens to us is that the challenges, you know, keep keep coming. You know, we keep um, seeking either new or heightened experiences or um, – or you know we just enjoy um, you know the the you know our our being our minds seem to be uh, pregnant with uh, obstacles that we just enjoy throwing at our mm-hmm. at ourselves. Earlier you mentioned COVID. Do you want to say anything about what it was like to own a business during COVID? Well, it, you know, for me it was energizing. You know, right from the very beginning because. Um, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, we had to uh, we had to prevail. You know, we had to we had to stay together. We had to uh, 
um, you know, see where our opportunities lie. We we uh, we were going to uh, find uh, some way to create something that was going to, you know, uh, bring about uh, a good outcome. We were going to be successful. I, you know, all of those things, you know, they uh, tended to come um, come rushing at me, and I and I have a feeling that. Uh, I have a feeling that that's what uh, a lot of people do, even if they're, you know, like those people that went down in Flight 93. You know, I mean, they were just thinking about the next thing. They weren't thinking about death. Mm -hmm. Even as they were approaching it, it was just the next thing, the next thing. And uh, and so we were we were challenged. We were threatened. And. and for some reason, I mean, it was just very exciting to me. And uh, uh, the urgency was exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Is there a second part or what comes next for um, this, this, this well, lesson? Well, I, ne- I think number three, really. And that's, you know, that's take dead aim. All right, well, we're going to we're gonna have to end this podcast. We'll start I the next one then. Okay. Because okay. that shot was a defining moment. When the defining comes along, you define the moment.